Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gamer Talks podcast. I want to thank everyone who listened in last week while I slowly wasted away. This week we're going to be looking ahead to Faber's releases. Um, before we do though, we have to talk about Xbox because what a week they've had. Uh, this all came about once they announced their intentions to raise the price of Xbox Live Gold. And then only 18 hours later, they reversed it. Um, this was after much, um, I don't know, fan feedback, bad blood, whatever you want to call it. Um, it was, yeah, it's a bit embarrassing for them. It was only 18 hours after they announced it, um, which is, you know, makes them look uh, silly. The... Initial plan was to increase it by a pound a month, which would have made it eleven pound, which uh, would have been the same price as Game Pass Ultimate. Um, and uh, I mean, I mean, it's a funny one because if you've got Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass Ultimate on your uh, on your console. But obviously you can only get one. Then obviously it's Game Pass Ultimate. Surely anyone in their right mind would get Game Pass Ultimate for the games. And also because it includes gold um, with the perks from that. Um, It's been, you know, it's been mentioned that it was an aggressive move from Xbox to encourage people towards Game Pass um, to make it look better. What I mean by that is if you take the lesser of the two and ramp up price then it's automatically going to make the other option look better. Um, Particularly now because of the same price but one of them would have offered so much more uh, you know, Game Pass against Gold in terms of what it offers is no contest, absolutely no contest. You know, Game Pass offers you millions of games, um, including uh, Xbox Studios titles on day one. It includes a play on console, it includes all the perks of Gold as well, and it includes store discounts and whatever else. Um, I don't have an Xbox console, so I can't test it to see what it's like, but I have it on PC and I can, you know, it's worthwhile having, it's worthwhile having. Um, And the fact that it would have been the same price means it would have been a no-brainer for people with a brain, surely. Um, In terms of gold itself, I mean, it's been losing value for a while anyway. Um, you know, some of the games recently have been questionable, I think we'll see. Um, and it costs more than PlayStation Plus. Uh, and you could say, ah, oh, well, you know, you get more games. That's true. But the ones on PlayStation Plus tend to be a lot better in quality. Um, you know, you normally end up with some real first party ones um, I remember the Saints role Tomb Raider over the last few months or so um, versus Xbox where you end up with stuff like Lego Indiana Jones from years ago um, it is nice to see a back, back catalogue but it's not really uh, upgraded so it's not really worth it in my opinion um, there are a few offers if you're still on gold you can currently upgrade from gold to uh, Game Pass Ultimate and carry over the remaining months Um, so if you're on gold and you have three months left and you start an ultimate subscription you can carry over the remaining three months uh, which obviously saves you money as well Um, so that's a good deal uh, you can also currently get three months of Ultimate for £1. Um, that's new subscribers only, obviously, but it's a hell of a deal. 
anyway. Um, but yeah, gold itself, I mean, £10 a month, 25 for three months, £40 for six months, and £60 for a year. I mean, why they even need four subscription options for it, I don't know. Um, you know, I'm just looking at it now. Get rid of the one month and six month options. You know, leave it at three and twelve. Keep an eye on the uptake. If if everyone changes over to Game Pass as you wanted them to, then you can you know you just shut it down. Um, there is a lower tier Game Pass, of course, as I'm sure you know. That's the ordinary Game Pass. That's eight pounds a month on console. Um, that's the one I've got, I think. I can't remember. Um, on PC, but on console, it doesn't include the benefits of gold, so I don't know if it's worth it. That's up to you. Um, anyway, back to the pricing and the. I mean, the one pound a month, one dollar a month price increase would have only increased. Uh, increase would have only affected new subscribers anyway. Um, it was interesting reading uh, Xbox's uh, press release on Saturday, I think, after they reversed the decision owing to fan feedback and whatever. Uh, and then they said lots of things about, they said we realise we've done wrong, we realise it's our duty to provide a good value for money service, blah blah blah. Um, and then at the bottom of the letter there was something interesting where it said, uh, you know, it went on about uh, subscription options and pricing options. And then at the bottom it said, um, the price of gold will still adjust in some regions. So that doesn't mean they've cancelled the price increase for the entire world because it will still change in some regions. Um, I don't know what that means. I don't know when or how much. Um, but the fact that they've said it will is, you know, I don't know. It just seems like they, they announced a reversal uh, and they then released... Um, a press release, if you like, saying that, you know, we're sorry, we're versed, blah, blah, blah. And then at the bottom of the letter, because they knew nobody would read it, they put in a little line saying, actually, we're not reversing it at all. We're just putting it in some different words. So, you know, I don't know. Um, but as I say, if you do have gold, upgrade to Ultimate, please. Because it just makes financial sense, you know? Um, it just, especially now when people are running about saying, oh yeah, you know, we don't have enough money for this, we don't have enough money for that, we don't have any money coming in. People are furloughed out of work. Why spend more on an inferior product, you know? Um, I just can't get it. I mean, Game Pass Ultimate is one of the things that, yes, you pay more for it, but it offers so much more. You know, it's like I work in a supermarket and it's like uh, you can get, I think it's a six pack of Kit Kats for a pound, a pound fifty. Or you can buy a single one for 60 pence. Why would you do that? Why would you buy a single one? I cannot, I'll never understand why people do that. I, I, I know I don't. I'll never understand why people do the amount of people that buy single things instead of multi packs is incredible. Um, which is good for supermarkets because they make a profit, but in terms of you know customers getting value for money, it's it's like they don't even know what it means. You know, value for money, I'll just throw it all away and crap. Um, anyway. Uh, before we move on, Live Gold have announced their games. Um, I mean, I mean, this month they've announced five games, which I think was originally to offset the price increase, which of course hasn't happened now. Uh, but you're still getting five games anyway. So Gears Five is. I mean, it was only released a little while ago. Gears Five, it's going to be available. The first till the 28th, so basically all month. Um, 
I'm aware that's not till 25th, uh, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday till the end of the month. Um, but there you go, I'll give it to the month. Um, another one, Resident Evil. That's uh, the original game, I think. The first one. Um, that's going to be available all month. So, Tuesday the 1st until the end of the month. Uh, uh, and you get some more games. You get Dandara Trials of Fear Edition. Um, that's February the 16th to March the 15th. Uh, you know, which, which is a month, but it doesn't start on the 1st, which is an odd approach, but, you know, I don't care. Um, other game, Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb. Uh, that's only available the 1st to the 15th. You know, so that's only available for two weeks, um, which is a bit shit. You know, um, although having said that, it's it's not a particularly recent game, so it's kind of a back backwards compatible, maybe I don't know. Uh, and then one more, Lost Planet Two, that's available the sixteenth to the twenty eighth. Uh, so what it looks like is Indiana Jones leaves on the fifteenth, gets replaced by Lost Planet Two until the end of the month. Um. Which, you know, it's a decent selection. Obviously, Resident Evil. I know there's a lot of people like those games. Um, Gears 5 as well. You know, that's a... Well, obviously, Gears are a kind of franchise. The Gears of War franchise. Um, Dandara. I couldn't tell you anything about that. I don't know what it is. Uh, Indiana Jones are good... You know, decent adventure games. Like I say, it's not particularly recent, but it might be good fun anyway. And Lost Planet 2, I, again, I don't really know what that is. Um, but, you know, it's worth trying them anyway. Um, other games releasing in February. Um, oh, God. I mean, if you thought January was mediocre, then wait till you this pile of trash. Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood is the first one that releases on the 4th. That's on uh, PS5, PS4, Xbox One and Xbox X. Um, What's interesting is this is the first game that's had a, um, an Xbox One physical version. And then a different version for Series X. Uh, and then another game released in the next day, on the 5th, that's ReZero, The Prophecy of the Throne. That's on PS4 and Switch. Uh, you can get a collector's edition for £80, which includes a, a box, some pins and a display case, an art book, a soundtrack and a steelbook display case thing. Um, and then you... I think the... Uh, the next game is Little Nightmares 2. That releases on the 11th. Um, it's probably the standout, maybe. I don't know. You Make it that way you will. Um, it's available for PS4, Xbox One, Switch and PC. Um, you get a pre-order bonus. That's the Mokujin Mask or something. Um, and then you get... Two two versions of the game, so the D1 edition, which is £30, includes the game, a mini soundtrack, the gnomes attic digital content as well, whatever the hell that is, I, I guess it's a bonus level, but I don't know. Uh, and then you get a bigger version, the TE edition, which is £50, includes the game, obviously, a collector's TV box, an escape diorama, a figurine of Mono and Six travelling through the TVs. Uh, the full soundtrack and CD and digital downloads, an art book, a collectible steelbook, and some stickers. Um, and then you get some digital items with that as well. You get access to the gnome secret room. You get some wallpapers and some avatars. And if you're on the PS4, you get a dynamic theme as well. And then on PC, you get the base game, or you get a deluxe version, which includes the Gnome's Attic, 
uh, content, the digital soundtrack, digital art book, wallpapers, and avatars as well. So you've a couple of editions to choose from if that's the kind of thing you're interested. Um, anyway, moving on and some more games. Gal and Gun returns on the 12th of February, um, which, you know, is... From what I've seen, it looks like a kind of dating sim thing, which is not my thing at all. You know, it's another, it's a Switch, Switch exclusive. Um, but yeah, it's not, not my cup of tea at all. Uh, but yeah, 12th of February if you're interested in that one. Um, on the same day, another Switch game, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. You'll remember I mentioned that a little while back. Um, anyway, it's out on the 12th. It's, if you pre-order, you get a bonus steel book, um, which, you know, is nice. I guess that's a physical copy, of course. If you download it, you don't get a steel book. Um, but yeah, that's another Mario game. I know Mario is very popular among Nintendo players. Um, Fahrenheit 15th Anniversary Edition. That's out on the 19th of February. That's anticipated, I'm sure, by some people. Um, that's on PS4 only. Um, I thought there might be a next-gen edition, but there isn't. Um, but yeah, 19th of February if you want that one. Uh, same day, you get Iris Falls. That's on the PS4 and the Switch as well. Um, and then on the 23rd, you get Persona 5 Strikers. That's on PS4 and Switch. Um, if you pre-order, you can get a bonus, but that depends on the retailer you buy it from. Um, and then on the 25th, you get something called the Catch Carbon Course Collector's Edition. Uh, that's on PS4 and Xbox One. With its dual play capability thing. Uh, the collector's edition seems to be the only edition that you get. So you get um, six world destinations, including Jazairo Bestie or something, uh, 35 different species of fish, 150 legendary both fish, and hundreds of items of equipment, including the Lake Beast's equipment pack. Whoa, very exciting. Making all these um, editions really worthwhile, guys. Anyway, um, the next day on the 26th, you get Made of Seeker. That's on Switch. Uh, it's digital only, which, you know, certain games are doing this digital only thing, um, which is probably limit limiting their potential um, sort of reach. But, I don't know. Uh, another Switch game in 26, that's Bravely Default 2. Um, if you pre-order it, you get some postcards and a sticker sheet and a double-sided poster. So, nothing very exciting, but, you know, there you go. If you want that, you can have a pre-order it. Um, the 26th, something that I've been looking forward to for a while because it's been delayed about 100 times, is the Hellpoint. That's meant to come out on the 26th as well on PS4 and Switch. Um, not really for me, but I know a lot of people are looking forward to it. Um, another one that's coming out on the Switch is Theme Park Simulator. That was delayed as well. It's due to come out on the 26th finally. Um, you get the base game or you can get a Collector's edition, which includes a technique book, a map, an art book, and a wristband. So, shite, basically. Uh, another game of the 20th, Baobab's Mausoleum. That's on Switch. Uh, and then you get uh, something called the Grindhouse edition, which includes the game, a Flamingo's Creek map, a tourist guide, a card game, a Wattrakio pin, country postcards, an 8-bit sticker sheet, and a special case. 
So some uninteresting stuff there. And then you get do not feed the monkeys on the twenty sixth as well. That switch. Uh, and you get the collector's edition which includes the collector's box, a t shirt, a notepad, uh, a pin badge and of course the game itself. So you know, lots of collector's editions that include a selection of crap I'm not interested in. Um but you know, I won't be buying them anyway. Um, right, anyway, a few other games I want to mention, if you're on PC at least. Um, Snowtopia has moved into early access, that was on the 26th. Uh, obviously, you have to pay for it, but you can download a free demo to try it for yourself. Now, that's a ski lift sim thing which I mentioned a few weeks ago. You know, you can try it and see if you like it. It's quite a... It's a good little game, but it's quite a narrow scope. Um, you know, build your ski run, make it work, end of. You know, it's not got loads of... Um, that's no depth, I guess you call it, but it is available. There's a free demo, you can play that as well. Uh, Cloud Climber, that's another one I noticed that was out on the 21st. It's a free to play game, so you can download it for free and play it and do what you want. Uh, from what I've seen, it's basically a walking sim. But it's so. It's so well put together, it's so kind of quiet and atmospheric and well. Look, looks good, you know. That it's. It's certainly worth a try, certainly worth a look, you know. Um, one other thing that stuck out to me is uh, Neo 2 Complete Edition. Uh, that's out on the 5th of February on PC, uh, which, you know, if you're a fan of those sort of, sort of games, then that's one to watch. It's not something I'm interested in, but I know a lot of you are, um, and a lot of people like it. Um, presumably why they keep making them. Right, this week, I have, well obviously I've been, I played Ghost Streak on Breakpoint for a little while, it was free last week as I said, um, so yeah, I downloaded it, played it for a little bit, I, I didn't really like it, I mean it was okay, but um, I didn't, there was just certain things about it that I wasn't keen on. Uh, I don't want to nitpick, but I... I mean, if I had to, I'd say I didn't like the cover system. You know, the the cover was automatic, where you walked up to something and he would cover himself. Um, and it didn't work. Sometimes we'd come out of cover while a gun was firing and you walked too far away or something. I didn't like it. Uh, I didn't like the camera much because it was it was like a third person over the shoulder thing. But unlike some games where it's far enough back that you can see the whole person in the area around them, in this you couldn't. So you kind of got the person and a little bit of land of where you were, but it wasn't as big an image as you got in other games and it I don't know, it just kind of threw me off, so I didn't like it. Um, other, other things I wasn't keen on, I mean the, the selection of weaponry. Um, certainly early on, I mean early on you get a pistol. Um, you know, and then you find yourself in this sort of open planes gunfire thing, you know, and they're there with fucking AK-47s and masks and armour, and you're sitting out in the open with a fucking pistol, it's just a no-go, no you know. Um, now, I, know, I know you can cheat um, and things like that, but I don't want to do that, um, so I just kind of didn't like that much. Um, and the other thing, of course, you're sitting out in the open, there's no cover, you know, so there's nowhere to go, uh, which is a nightmare. Um, I had it on easy, so my health lasted a bit longer than it otherwise would have, but still, you're sitting there with a pistol with no cover. You know, it's not not brilliant. 
Um, I mean, in, in terms of the gameplay style, it actually reminded me of Just Cause games in a way. Um, you know, it was similar. It was nowhere near as fun, but in terms of the sort of third person action shooter thing, uh, and then later on there's pieces and enemies and vehicles and things kind of similar. Um, but yeah, as I say, no one knew it was fun just because it was more fun uh, in terms of you know, things that liberate to pieces, blowing things up driving it, a million miles an hour running people over, all that stuff um, if you are interested in Ghost Recon Breakpoint you can buy it or you can uh, get it on Ubisoft Plus if you've got that. It may end up on Game Pass if it comes to that, but it's not there at the moment. Uh, right, another game I've been playing. I've been playing quite a few games this week. Another game I play, Spec Ops: The Line. Um, if you, I'm sure most of you know what Spec Ops is by now, or even there at the least. It's I think a lot of people played it originally and they liked the story and they sort of put it under the classics banner, you know, uh, which was great, you know, but for me it sort of went under the radar, it kept under my radar, I didn't really know what it was. Um, and then I saw it a few years ago in a sale, I think it was on Steam and I got it for three or four pounds, which is nothing really. Um, at the time, of course, I was playing on a crummy little laptop which didn't really have the the power to run the game as it should. Um, but now, of course, I've got a big a big tower uh, with much more power, um, and I can run it as it should be. Um, and it's you know I've enjoyed it. It's good, good story, good action. Um, there's a few things I don't like. Um, the AI is, you know, not great. When I say AI, I'm talking about the AI teammates, for those of you that have played it. Um, you know, you get, I think it's three teammates um, who are controlled by the AI. And they are, um, I don't know, annoying sometimes I'd say. You know, you can be in a gunfight with a bunch of enemies and they'll do it all for you. You know, and you just kind of sit there doing nothing. Um, which subtracts from the experience, I guess, but I don't know, that's what they're there for. Um... But yeah, I quite, I quite like it. I quite like the story so far. I've not completed it. I've only played an hour or two of it. Um, in terms of games that it reminded me of, I mean, there was a game back on the PlayStation 2, if you can remember that far back, called Socom US Navy Seals. Um, and the Spec Ops kind of reminds me of that. You know, in your... Um, your sort of commanding team, third person action shooter thing, um, it was similar to that, not the same, but similar. Um, right, a game I, how do I describe this, this is a game I didn't know about, but I downloaded it to, uh, I don't know, find out what it's like I guess. Um, and that's Rush, a Disney Pixar adventure. Uh, that was put together by Sobo and uh, published by Xbox Game Studios back in October 2017. Um, it's free on Game Pass for consoles as well as the PC where I got it. Um, I haven't played it yet. All I can say is it encompasses several Disney films and the characters. Um, and then you, for what I've seen, you kind of go through the game, complete missions from different movies with their characters, um, which is, you know, good, I think. I think it's just kind of an easy thing. Um, 
you know, be a, a kind of go-to game at the end of the day. You, go, you know, sit down, play a play a mission from a Disney film, um, in your your free game. Um, but yes, I haven't played it yet, so I can't say too much about it. Um, something I do know a bit more about, uh, and. I was going to put this in the news section, but I decided not to, because I own it, and that is Two Point Hospital. Uh, and, uh, you know, two, two Point Hospital is a great game. It was developed by Two Point Studios, published by Sega. You know, it was August 2018, so it's two and a half years old now. Um, it was seen as a, I don't know, a reboot. A reboot theme hospital. Uh, if you ever played that, um, I did, so I knew what this was. Um, if you haven't, I think you can get a demo, but I'm not sure. Tupac uh, Hospital is also available on Game Pass uh, and the Play Pro if you have that. Um, you can also buy physical ones, of course, on PS4, Xbox One, PC. Um, if you want to try it, play it by it one. But yeah, it's. I just. I don't know. I, I, I find it really good fun, you know. Um, it's. It, it spawns some. A couple of DLCs which are quite good. You know, they add to the overall game experience. Um, which is what a DLC can do, you know. Um, Anyway, the reason I wanted to mention Two Point Hospital is because they are releasing a Jumbo Edition. Uh, that's due on the 5th of March. Uh, you can buy it as a physical game or you can buy it as a uh, digital download thing as well. Um, if you already own the digital game, you can upgrade it, I think. That's what it says here. Um... If you're on the physical game, I'm not sure how that would work. In terms of the DLC, if you own some, you can also buy individual elements, as in you can buy the rest. Uh, although no detail on price yet. Um, but yeah, it, it, it contains the four main DLCs I was talking about, which are Bigfoot, Pemberley Island, Close Encounters, and off the grid. That's the four main DLCs which add, uh, you know, new hospitals, new illnesses, new missions, new locations, uh, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, and then you also get Remix 1 and 2, which adds um, an extra, how do I say this, just an extra layer to each level. Uh, it also includes room templates, which were free update, uh, and then the retro items pack, the exhibition items pack, and a free update including community requested features. Make that what you will. Um, so I'd, I'd certainly say go for it if you don't already own the game. In terms of upgrading it, I mean, you can buy the DLC online. Uh, now, I don't know how this will change it. Um, in terms of physical copies, can you take it into the store and exchange it? I, uh, I wouldn't think so, but you never know. So you can read up on that. I'm not sure. I bought it on PC at launch. Um, and, you know, I already wrote a couple of the DLCs. So I won't need this edition. Right, some more games and free games come from the Epic Games Store. Um, they are releasing their free games for February, at the beginning of February. Uh, and we go back to Xbox Live again. Dandra Trials of Fear Edition. That's free from now up until the 4th of February. Uh, and then when that goes away, you can get something called For the King. That's free from the 4th till the 11th. 
So, um, you know, two decent games there. I don't know a lot about them. I'll need to have a look. Um, but that would be worth adding them to your library anyway. In terms of other games, uh, Game Pass, obviously, it's not February yet, technically. Uh, so they won't, you know, we don't know what's coming yet. There's going to be an announcement on the 8th, maybe. Um you know, around what games are coming, what games are leaving. Um, there was a big drop of games yesterday, of course. There was a Yakuza Remaster Collection. There was uh, Cyber Shadow the other day, along with Desperado 3, Donut County, Control, Medium, um, and then, of course, Prison Architect as well, which is on PC. Um... I'll definitely be playing Prison Architect. I don't know about the rest. A Yakuza title, but I don't know which one. So if you know what one I should start on, let me know. Because I believe it or not, I've never played a Yakuza game in my life. Um, which is weird, because I do like this uh, Asian culture that these games bring. You know, I, pl I played Sleeping Dogs, for example, and really, really enjoyed it. Um, Anyway, moving on, and PlayStation Now, um, again, they haven't really announced anything yet, because it's not the first, uh, but games leaving, Hitman 2 is leaving, Dead Cells is leaving as well. Like I said, that's expected they'll announce their games on Tuesday, um, which, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they're um, games that were released a year or more ago because that's what they do. PlayStation Now is uh, mostly a back catalogue. Um, you know, there's no games from the sort of now. Um, so, yeah, I'm expecting games from a while ago. But I don't own it, so I don't care at the moment. Uh, PlayStation Plus have released their games. A few different ones. You've got Concrete Genie on the PS4. And then you've got Destruction All-Stars on the PS5. And then you've got Control Ultimate Edition, which is playable on both. Um, and I own Control Ultimate Edition. I bought it on release. Uh, but if I was known it was going to end up on every service under the sun, I wouldn't have bothered. Um, it's known plus it's on Game Pass uh, as well. Um, you know, it's. I mean, it's a good game, but the fact that it's available everywhere kind of. You know, I feel a bit washed out. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd certainly recommend downloading it for free uh, and trying it at the very least. Uh, right, on to the final section of the show, and that is the news. Um, and we start the news with something that a lot of people will be looking forward to, that is EA, who this week have selected a development studio for Skate 4. Yes, there you go. Skate 4 is a thing. Uh, that was announced at EA Play last year, um, which was on the 10th anniversary of Skate 3, I think. Skate 3 was released back in 2010. Um, you know, that was PS3, so it basically went a whole generation without a skate game. Um, it... <sighs> It's a funny one because he kind of they kind of bowed bowed down to fan pressure. I think um, it didn't look like they intended to release another game, but they have possibly because some people wanted it. Um, but I don't know if it's because they bowed to fan pressure or they thought, "Hang on, there's a lot of fans out there that want it. That means they'll all buy it." will make a fortune off it. Um, I go for the latter. I know EA are like making money. They love money. Um, but, you know, it's not a bad thing. Um, but a lot of companies do that, obviously. They need to make a profit anyway. Um, 
Anyway, back to the studio, and it's a new studio called Full Circle, um, which is fine, you know, it sounds great. It's going to be led by Daniel McCulloch, who is the former head of Xbox Live. Um, it's also going to have members from the previous games, Skate 1, 2, and 3, on board, so they know what they're doing. Um, you know, so it all sounds great until you read a little bit into it and it seems strange, misty. And what I mean by that is that uh, Skate 3, I'm sure you'll remember, was made by Black Box. Um, Black Box was merged into EA Canada back in 2013. Um, which suggested to me at the time that EA thought the Skate franchise was done. Um, but now, ten years later, they've brought... It almost looks like they've brought Black Box back and given it a different name in order to cover their tracks. Uh, you know, they've called it Full Circle in order to try and make themselves not look as stupid as we think they are, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, Escape 3 was a huge success, um, so it doesn't surprise me that they've gone back to Skate now, especially since Skate games are becoming the, you know, the big thing again, Skateboard games, um, obviously we've seen Tony Hawk come back and we've seen other Skateboard games come out and enjoy a lot of success as well, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, right, sticking with new games, and Capcom have announced Resident Evil Village. Um, which, you know, it's the, I mean, it's the tenth major title in the series. Um, it's, it's a sequel to Biohazard, um, and it also uses the same engine, so I think we can say It'll be very similar in style, in terms of gameplay and art and all that stuff. Um, it's due to come out on the seventh of May, which suggests it's been under the under the wraps for a while. But I I can't confirm that either way. Um, it will be available on all consoles except Switch. Um, it'll also be on the PC, obviously. Um, I. Resident Evil games aren't my thing. It's a survival horror game. They aren't my thing. However, it it looks interesting. Um, you know, and if I think there's a Resident Evil game on the Game Pass, uh, I know there's one on Live Gold now. If it's on Game Pass, then I'll try it because it doesn't cost me any money, you know, um, which is what Game Pass is all about. Um... But um, I'm interested to just to see how they get on. Resident Evil is a franchise which I didn't discuss last week, but I know it's very popular. It's it's all the only real survival horror franchise out there, mainstream one. Um, it's you know it's, it's very successful. That's all I can say. Really. It makes Capcom a lot of money. They actually announced their quarter, was it quarter one results, I think, and they made a big profit, which is good, but it's down largely to their success with Resident Evil, I think. Um, I mean, I know they've got other things out there, but Resident Evil's a kind of go-to uh, franchise, I think. Uh, anyway, moving on, and Sea of Thieves began Season 1 yesterday. Um, you'll remember I told you about the uh, seasonal approach thing that they're starting. Uh, so Season 1 started yesterday. Uh, it will last three months. Um, in terms of what it'll bring, I mean... Each season will begin with a new piece of content, experience, or way of play. That's what I read. Um, 
And then over the three months there'll be events, rewards, patches, and employee updates, and other stuff. Um, there's also a premium tier called Plunder Pass, and that offers unique rewards and exclusive items. But I don't know how much that's going to cost or anything. I don't play the game. Um, perhaps you could tell me. Um, I, you know, I've got friends that do um, play CTs. It's basically an online game, which, you know, for an online game, you need a stable internet connection, which I don't have, which is a shame, really. Um, but, you know, it's worth a try, I suppose. It's free on Game Pass, and you can also buy it if you want to buy it as well. Um, but, yeah, it's certainly something I'm interested in, and we'll see the... I think the developers are going to be interested to see how the the new seasonal approach goes. The season will last uh, for three months. It will last through February, March and April, I think. So I would expect a new one around the end of April, beginning of May. Um, right, onwards. And the Uncharted movie has been delayed again. That's Presumably because cinemas might not be open, um, it'll make a big loss. It was due this summer, I'm sure I told you that. It's been delayed till February next year. Um, as I say, possibly because cinemas uh, might not be open or might have reduced capacity or whatever. Um, from the producer's point of view, they want to maximise how much money it makes on release. And wait until cinemas are fully open at full capacity. It makes perfect sense in that respect. Um, so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm keen to see how it, how it, how it, how it, um, how did I say this? How it, Looks as a movie, obviously, the Uncharted franchise finished. Um, but I know it was very successful. I'm interested to see as a movie. It's. I, I think I read somewhere it's going to be a prequel to the games, I think. But I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see it nonetheless, see what it's kind of like. Um, Sticking with the movies, and the James Bond film has been delayed again. That's the No Time to Die uh, movie that was due in April. It's been pushed back to October. It's you know it's, it's been delayed several times. It's not a big surprise, um, especially given where we are. Like the Uncharted movie, um sure the producers are trying to uh, maximise its earnings um, you know I'm surprised actually it's only October not next year or something um, you know it might be pushed back again we'll just have to see how things go um, we may be on the up in April but obviously it's too early to tell um, but yeah, that's another movie I'll be interested in seeing, especially since it's Daniel Craig's final film as Bond, um, and then it's going to lead to a Bond game. Uh, the game, of course, isn't going to be related to the movie, but I'll be interested to see how it looks anyway. Uh, right, one more thing before we wrap up today's episode. Um, and we finish off with Ubisoft, who are releasing an Assassin's Creed manga. Um, that's been put together by Viz Media. Um, it will be available to buy uh, online and also in stores as well. A lot of Dutch ones. Uh, it's going to be £10 or your regional equivalent, I don't know. It's due out on the 16th of February, so just, what, a few days, 18 days or something like that. Um, it's actually been available in Japan since November 19, so it's kind of nice to see it join us 
here in Europe a year later. Um, it'll also be in America and everywhere else. Um, I've got a little clip, not a clip, what's the word? I've got a little snippet, a snippet from uh, a description of what the manga is. So, Assassin's Creed Blade of Shaozun, that's what it's called. Uh, Assassin's Creed Blade of Shaozun chronicles the latter adventures of the character following her visit to Ezio, seen in the short film Assassin's Creed Embers. Set in 1526 against the backdrop of a great political purge by Emperor Zhejing, the manga sees Jun work on her own to defeat a mysterious group after the rest of her brotherhood has been killed. So there you go. Uh, now you can see that's going to be out on the 16th of February, so you've got what, two weeks to wait. Uh, it'll be available for £10 or your original equivalent. Um, and it's like I said it's a manga it's not a book if you know what I mean manga you read it backwards as opposed to a book obviously um, which you know I, I, find, I find myself asking why they didn't just release a, a, a book but then of course the manga for whatever reason was released in Japan it's been successful so they obviously decided to bring it to the rest of the world don't know why, but that's that's the thing. Ubisoft, if Ubisoft beat money off it, then they'll be happy. Um, right, that's it for this week. Uh, once again, I'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, this is actually the tenth episode of the podcast today, and it's always nice to see those listener numbers rising. Uh, for those of you keen to listen to future episodes as soon as they drop i'd urge you to subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're using uh, next week i'll be looking at a few games both past and present past and future rather which have passed under the radar uh, that's games that for whatever reason never got or aren't getting the attention they deserve so do join me for that one. And if you know of any, perhaps you could let me know using the at GamerTalks handle on Twitter. Until then, as always, keep safe, keep gaming, and I'll catch you all soon.